Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple. Welcome everybody to Let's Chit Chat Wellness and Travel. I'm Chandria Singleton. I am so excited to be here. And this is our brand new segment on the field of radiology. I am excited to have my first guest, Marsha Dunn. Marsha and I go way back. I didn't even remember how we met. Uh, She reminded me. I thought it was in the hospital, but it was not. We actually met through real estate and a mutual friend that was in radiology. And that's been at least 10 or 15 years. It's yes. been a wonderful friendship. I've learned so much about mammography and she's here to share with us about this amazing field and her experience and how you can be educated about such an important topic near and dear to my heart because I had my first breast uh, lump at the age of 24 and I've been having memos and breast ultrasounds ever since the age of 24 because of high-risk breast cancer in my family. I've even had an MRI breast. So, you know, and I just hit my 40s. So this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And welcome, Marsha. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Marsha has over 25 years of experience in in radiology, but she does not just do memos. She's going to talk about that and tell us more about it. So Marsha, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Hey, well, thank you again for having me, Chandra. Yes, I am a, uh, let's just say a radiologic technologist for life, but my specialty is in mammography. Um, over 25 plus years, I started out as we all do in radiology, meaning general x-ray for maybe about two, three years. And then um, I, my favorite modality is called special interventional. Well, I decided to start a family and I was considered high risk because I was having twins. And that pushed me into mammography, which was pretty much my bread and butter, if you if you don't mind me saying. I um, performed mammography for a good maybe 22, 23 years. And I love it. I am all about women's health. I am the first stop when it comes to educating a woman about their breast. Um, well, not let's when it comes to imaging. Mm-hmm. When patients come to us in the mammography room, they tell us their whole story. They won't share it with the doctor with unless I nudge them a little bit. Share with the doctor is very important. But they come into the mammography room and they share, they cry, they really trust us. And mammography, my fellow mammotechs, we do a great job. It starts with us. It starts with proper imaging. I know many of you women hate the compression, but it's very important. I don't like it. Chandria don't like it. But like she said, it saved lives. We as mammographers save lives and it it continues on. It doesn't just stop as for me as a mammographer, as a mammal technologist, ultrasound, MRI, sometimes nuclear medicine, sometimes CT. All of those modalities come together. Yeah, that is so true. Now, how long did it take you to get certified? Because I think growing up, me personally, either people in my family were teachers, nurses, 
And that's it. I had one uncle that was a director of a radiology department. That's the most I knew about radiology. And respiratory, I had an aunt, her and her husband, respiratory therapist. So that's about all I knew about the radiology, about the healthcare field. And I don't think I'm the only one. Everyone just thinks they're not doctors. (laughs) Right. So how long does it take you to get certified? And what are the what is the education requirements? So it doesn't take long. I was a novice. I started out learning accounting. Oh, mom and dad, I want to be an accountant. And I ended up going, working at Winthrop University Hospital. And my uncle was selling radiology equipment. That's how I got my first introduction. And he was telling me about different positions. And I said, oh, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Because I'm always somebody who wants to learn more. I got my first job at Winthrop University Hospital in Long Island as a file room technologist, a file room tech. And they were back in the day, Chandra, remember the films, the black and white films? Yep. Surgeons and the doctors would come and look at these films. And I'm like, what is with these black films that have bones? So I inquired. Well, my blessing was was there and I didn't even know it. Winthrop University had a radiology program school. And I, I applied and I got in six months to being hired. Anyway, it's a, you have to enter a, a, a general radiography program and you successfully go through the program for two years. And when you're finished with the program, you can continue on as a mammographer, CT, nuclear medicine, the modality grows and continues on, or you can go into the actual general radiography, but it's a two-year successful program. Once you graduate, you can practice that. I did, but I wanted to do something else. And any other modality, it takes about a year. You work for several um, hours to accumulate your experience, and then you take a registry, the ARRT registry. And that um, will give you the certification to be a registered uh, radiological technologist with the acronym of RT. And then you'll have an R, which is radiography, M, mammography, CT, CT, or computer tomography, MRI, and so forth. Um, so it just takes maybe about two years for sure. And if you want to transfer in or uh, move into another modality, another year upon your experience. So it's, it's really up to your pace. I also want to say that I am a MTMI uh, breast consultant. I'm very excited about that. I always wanted to work for this company. And I was blessed to actually, I am a teacher, an educator. I love doing what I do. And I wanted to do more, provide more for mammography, um, for women, just to trust the unit, trust us techs that we're doing the right thing. We're not here to hurt you. And I was offered to be a breast consultant for breast TM, for uh, MTMI. So I'm very excited about that. That yeah, is girl, So I'm trying it. <laughs> That is huge because do you know, I don't know if you know this, but when I was going for my CT registry, they didn't have CT and MR schools. So Mm -mm. you had to learn on the job. So it was my, I was still in school when I learned CT. Mm -hmm. You have two years of the program, like you said. And the first year I went on and got all of my clinicals that were supposed to be done in two years. I did it in one year. Uh And that was my obstacle because I knew I did not want to push around portable machines. Exactly. Bodies. My body could not take that. I didn't want to go in the OR doing x-ray. Exactly. I didn't want to do fluoro all day. Nothing wrong with those things, but I just knew they were not long-term for me. So I buckled down that first year of school and I knocked out all those exams. And by the time the second year came, I was able to float through every modality and see which one I liked. Right. And I did that. And I realized radiation therapy was what I liked, but I didn't get in school for it. Uh, Okay. 
though, CT, I have been working at night as a student tech, helping out CT because they were so short staffed. This is when CT was just like booming. They were cranking out the, the stroke protocols. You know, the hospital was learning more about strokes and the technology was speeding up. So they needed more CT tech. So I uh-huh. actually got a job as a student CT and x-ray tech. And that's how I went into CT. Well, I still needed to get the exams and pass the registry. Right, right. Okay, so I passed that the x-ray. Works. So I went to MTMI. They were like the only school. Mm-hmm. And they were ahead of their time on education, really I, nice. I believe. They and really I passed nice. the registry. Through them, no yep. Mm-hmm. I did exactly. the same with MRI with them. Uh, and I did really well on everything they taught. The physics part, I had to wind up going to uh, Bill Faulkner's physics course for one day. Okay. And that helped me on the <laughs> physics side of it because that was right. a whole, that was totally different from x-ray. So it had another part of my brain that needed to be educated. On right, right. <laughs> but MTMI, I took their MAMOS national certification mm-hmm. uh, out That's of Vegas. Nice. I love that company. So for me to hear that you are one of their circle. educators, that's awesome. Full circle. Yeah. I did my, uh, my MTMI CT education is there as well, but I decided I didn't want to do CT. Um, but I just got my, my training pretty much there. And, uh, I did my MTM, I did my mammography training there and I did my 40 hours initial and there it is. I now in full circle and becoming one of the, I am one of the consultants for digital breast tomosynthesis and going, hopefully my future will grow into it, becoming one of their, um, 40 hour initial class. Congratulations. Doctor, okay, we are going to pump that up. That is going to happen. Marsha is amazing. Yes, she has indeed. so much experience. Did you face any obstacles? Because I want young people, I think both of us were introduced to radiology by our uncles. That's so, we have so much Isn't in common. Is that coincidence? Yeah. We didn't even know this, y'all. As long as we know each other, we didn't know any of this stuff. But, you know, I tell you, it's so interesting how things are exposed to you. But there are obstacles because uh, I went to a school where, you know, and, and the field, like many other fields, uh, it is the majority of people are not sometimes people of color. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know many people that looked like me that did it. Right, right. So, you know, it's important for me to tell young people because I was one of those people. I love school, but I didn't want to go to school forever. I was right. not interested in going to school forever. I didn't want right. to do 12 years in school. I didn't want to do eight. <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, see, okay. So I was like, but I knew I wanted to make a certain amount of money because I like right. traveling. Exactly. I like so. <laughs> Exactly. So I didn't know anyone but nurses. And I knew I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to be a bedside nurse. Now, if I would have known that they had radiology nurses, you know, and cardiac nurses, hey, I might have wanted to nurse them. And that's why I believe it's all about educating people about fields and options. So please educate us. What obstacles did you face? How did you overcome them? Feeling like a popsicle in the hospital? Well, ditch the hospital chills. Scrubmates, a base layer designed by a healthcare professional, understands the struggles of staying warm. Keep yourself toasty and your valuables secure with convenient zippered pockets. Support a small female-owned business and try Scrubmates today. You'll get 15% off your order using my code, RADTEX, at checkout. Thanks, Scrubmates, for bringing us this episode of a couple of RADTEX podcasts. Now let's get into the episode. Um, you know, to be honest, taking a look back when I first started, again, the, the predominant culture uh, was, uh, uh, wasn't, I wasn't, um, I may have been the only African-American in my class, but for some reason that didn't bother me. 
I felt like if I want something, I'm going to do it. And I've always had that personality. My parents instilled that in me. So I don't really, I didn't really come across any obstacles in pursuing what I wanted. What I faced was more challenges and patience when they see me enter the room. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any challenges with my education because I knew what I wanted and no one's going to stop me. I had tremendous support. So nothing there. I I don't believe I was hindered or I was cheated or something was taken away from me because if it did, I maybe didn't see it because I found a way and I'm still excelling. So I don't think anything in educational, that aspect was taken away from me. But what I do endure daily till this every day are, are my patients when they see me. Oh, you're doing my mammogram today. Yeah, because someone of my stature, my color may have helped them change their uniform or change their clothing into the to the gown and they may think that's the same person as I walk in and I introduce myself he's like oh I didn't know you do mammograms now I was like oh I'm not that person but I will be doing your mammogram today so you know I try to make light of it but I'm not ignorant to it you know and it is what it is it's our culture we just have to embrace it in a professional way you know and sometimes we just have to maybe come down to their level just a little bit. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that, my message is you make the best of what you have. Don't let that circumstance take you down. And if you want to excel, you're going to find a way to do it. I am stickler for that. I, I instill that in my kids. My kids are, um, I'm so proud. Chandria know my children from baby babies. Yes. <laughs> and I instill that to my children. I said, you, you know what you need to do. You're inspired to it and you, you go all the way and you have the support for it. So there, nothing should stop you unless you're ready. Uh, nothing should stop you. Go for what you want to do. 100%. I totally agree. I, I, I have to say, I haven't really had any obstacles. You know, things were placed in my way to try to stumble me or slow uh-huh. me down from the progress. But that's life. Like you said, that's life. That's life. Exactly. Um, and, but when you know what you want and you know what's in front of you, and I, I find that when I saw the possibilities of what radiology could do for me, I could work three days a week. Right. I can do travel work. I've been exactly. traveling. I can do, you know, there are so many things you just don't even have to scan. You can go into education. You could go into applications where people buy machines and you go teach the technologists mm-hmm. because you have experience. You know, you can own your own staffing agency. Right. You can own your own MRI center. You can own your own MRI scanner and lease it out to hospital. Right. I mean, there are so many possibilities. So many. And, and, and the possibilities know. are there and it's up to you to take it. I was a clinical specialist for Siemens you know, for two and a half years. Yeah. So again, I had one manager tell me, oh, the reason why I didn't get a job is because I didn't stay at a job for long. And I said, well, if you stay at a job for long, sometimes you miss the opportunity of new innovations, new things coming in because you're still at one place. And I said, I don't, I don't feel that that's accurate. Now, if I didn't travel, if I didn't experience with different modalities, different realms of radiology, I don't think I would be as educated and comfortable in what I'm doing now. So, you know, you, you don't let anyone take away what you want. You may have to find, like you said, an obstacle, find another route, but yes. don't ever let someone take your dream and your, your path. Away. Don't let them change your way. And my thing is always get certified in the modality, whether you exactly. feel like you would use it or not. Yes. I never had any intention of doing mammography, but I knew the opportunity presented itself. So I took it and I knew MTMI was a great company to learn from. 
And it was amazing. Great experience. Yeah. It yeah. actually benefited me an MRI breast when I would do the MRI scans for the breast. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It yeah. totally upped my skills. I, I would say I was kind of lost when I used to do the breast MRIs. But once yeah. I took that course with MTMI on mammography, I totally understood what I yeah. needed to do and give the best care to my patients. Even yes. though I wasn't doing mammography, I was you doing breast it. MRI. So yeah. you just never know. It's always good to continue to learn to be a student. Ben Take in the education, it will benefit you later in life. So tell us, uh, where do you see MAMO advancing in the next few years? Because it's come a long way. Oh, man, it's come a long way. Right now we're experiencing and, and, and utilizing this great phenomenon called 3D, uh, 3D tomosynthesis. And um, you know, I know Hologic and Siemens, I work with their products and it's awesome. I mean, the imaging has come so far from film dipping a, a plastic in chemicals and watching that chemical change into an image of a breast. And now I can sit at my monitor and the image pops up. It's just amazing. Um, and then we have, uh, I don't know if your, your audience know anything about tomo or tomography, how you take Im imaging of a breast, one millimeter cut, and literally they can see the breast form from skin on the top of the breast through the nipple, all the way through the best to the bottom of the patient or the top of the patient's stomach. I wow. mean, it's amazing how the breast can be formed. Um, and a lot of detection, a lot of diagnosis can, can come through from the tomography. So yeah, I see it building. I see, um, I don't know, I've, I've heard a talk about 4D. I don't know how accurate that information is. Um, uh, but 3D right now is the way to go. Um, patients, I know you hear about, oh, it's, I heard about the 3D. It's not as uncomfortable. Pressure is pressure. Right. <laughs> the, the, I know these companies are trying to make it better, but again, it's up to the patient. It's up to the technologist to make sure that patient understands. I say, communicate with them, talk through, talk them through the process. It helps relieve some of that discomfort because some of it is psychological too. Right. But again, a lot of these companies are really trying to make comfort for these patients. The common joke, a man made this. Well, some women intervention came in as well. But again, the reason why we compress is we want to see what's in that breast. And kind of think of it as when you're compressing and you can't get any more, whatever's in there, it's going to say, okay, I give up. I'm right here. Here is my issue. You know, so just like fill a balloon and bring it down and you put a rock in there. You feel that rock after a while, you know? So it is uncomfortable, but I, I, I'm an advocate of every woman. Um, even at 30, if you feel something younger than that, it can start off with an ultrasound. Okay. Yeah. So don't ever be afraid of doing breast self-exams. Don't ever be afraid of your breasts. Know your breasts at a very young age and uh, it can go from there. So that's what I was on the rise. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Marsha. You know, I think I talked to a lot of women. They've never done breast exams at home. They just put their bra on and they go. But it's like you should be looking at your you should know your breast just like, you know, before you put your makeup your on. Face, I know people that can contour their face in five minutes. Right. They know their face like the back of their hand. But when it comes to our breast as women, we don't know when one side is loopy, one side is not. Well, one side exactly. is not. You know, I personally don't go get mammals if you know, I'm around a time where my breasts are more tender. I'm just not going to do that to myself. <laughs> right. But sometimes so, you don't know because when you have to schedule your mammogram, it's maybe six months or a year, but then you never know your body may change. And then your cycle's here. You can always cancel or reschedule, but sometimes you just don't know. I'm like, oh, let me just get through it. But again, it also comes down to the technologist. Yeah. Proper education, proper patient care, your mammogram should not be as, uh, 
shouldn't be as terrifying where you should never come back. Yeah. My two that I've had, they did not hurt at all. They weren't comfortable. Like I could just go to sleep and right. get done. But they, <laughs> right. it wasn't bad. And I'll say, you know, I, I was more fearful of, you know, the radiation to the breast tissue. But talking to trusted people like yourself and another young lady that, you know, oh, knows nice. her mammography, I, I really felt more comfortable about getting the radiation to such a susceptible area, you know, on a routine basis, a, a yearly basis. So, you know, I appreciate people stopping and pausing and explaining to me, not making me mm -hmm. feel like, oh, you should know better as a technologist, you know, radiation. Yeah, but I'm still right. human. Right. And I, you know, I look at all the women in my family who have died from breast cancer before right. technology got, and the ones who died after getting treatment, you know, mm -hmm. because right. not of the cancer, but because they got, you know, their bodies just got beat down over the years right. of the exactly. treatment. So, you know, yeah. that, that all those things are fearful. If I feel that way, I know other people do. Just because I'm in a field doesn't mean that my fears are alleviated. Exactly. So, I and one of the and one of the concerns is radiation. A lot of women, especially younger women who are trying to have children or are of, of that stage in their life where, you know, I'm, I'm just very concerned of how much exposure. And I share with them with the other modalities that they have had. And I've asked them, I said, well, have you had a chest x-ray? Have you had a CT? And then they'll tell me yes. And I said, well, mammography is one of the lowest dose of radiation that you can get. And again, you're only here once a year. Sometimes you may have a chest x-ray twice a year. CT there's so much radiation to the body at one time. So they kind of get it. And then I say, if you garden or you go to the to the bus stop, you're getting a lot of radiation, more radiation than you're thinking. Yeah. So Or fly. You know, I mean, yes, you know, hey, a so flight from here to LA. To, it's a lot. So I yeah. try to put it in layman's terms or kind of in a perspective that they can get it. And they're like, oh, makes sense. Now they're ready to go get in the memo right. machine and get compressed, but they understand it better. You guys, this is why she's been doing this so long because she's an educator for one of the top schools <laughs> for radiology modalities. So to end it off, Marsha, what advice would you give women, young men who want to look into the medical field, but maybe not want to go for long periods of time or be a nurse or, you know, something else? How would you explain to them about the radiology field? Radiology is a great stepping stone and it could be a career path as well. It's a two-year program versus a four-year program when you, if you want to become a medical doctor. But um, we're really trying to, well, in the past, I was trying to get into, the, into my high school and get uh, radiology exposure where students don't have to just do nursing or, or doctor or become a lawyer. There's so much more. But now with the millennials and now younger generations, they're, they're seeing that. So uh, it's just about educating. It's about getting into the schools to so these counselors to let them know that only there's more interest than doctors and nurses and lawyers uh, when it comes to the medical field. You know, radiology is one. Um, it's a two-year program. If you're really not sure or you are sure, it's a great stepping stone and it's a um, pathway to something greater like Chandra and I are doing, you know, and I, I know we're growing to be more than what we are now. So I I I I just tell my kids if they don't, if they're interested. But they're they also want to be in the medical field, but on a different aspect. One is want to be a dentist and want to be a physical therapist. So oh, nice. I think that exposure of my life, we have tons of nurses, tons of doctors in our family. The exposure is what they need. Yes. Exposure, all the exposure is key. And options. Yeah. I just believe everybody should have options of what they want to do. It's not just one path in a medical field. Exactly. If you don't do that path, you're a nobody. You're ignored. Everybody plays a role um, and everybody's job is important to the patient. And patients yep. should know who's, because most people think you're a nurse. I, I get right. that all the time. I'm like, no, I'm not a I'm nurse. Not a nurse. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm not a technician. I'm a technologist. Thank, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, we yes. have to talk about that another time. I think I'm going to do a panel because I did a TikTok on that and that thing went crazy. So, I yeah. mean, it is so funny to me. But, yeah, I'm going to do a panel. That's going to be a nice panel yeah. discussion. Well, let me uh, put me on that panel. I'll definitely you definitely are on that panel. <laughs> Well, this has been such a good conversation and we'll, I would love for you to touch on just where are you working now? You're doing something that is a hot topic today. Yes, yes, yes. I have been in mammography for so long and I've been in the traditional hospital setting, but I left that behind because I am a empty nester and I decided to jump into that traveling world. It's not only travel nursing. We have traveling medical imaging. So I am a travel mammal tech right now, and I am an assignment in New York, and I love it. My base is in Atlanta. I'm not leaving Atlanta. Put for all my, my peoples out there. But I have the opportunity to enjoy another facility, and I find it very interesting because I like to learn, and I just learn different ways. I know mammography, so I don't need to be taught that, but I learn the different units that they maybe have They have on their prom, on their prom property. And uh, I love the technologists. I love different management. So I'm just learning and I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And the pay is absolutely beautiful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hey, yes. on a higher scale. You, know? you deserve but it. Again, you deserve it. Yes. Look into it, you know, before you make that decision, because there are some changes. Again, organizations give you more protection with insurance and security and that nature. But, you know, don't let only be your hindrance. You're, you're making the money so you can make a decision for yourself. You're, you know, you can work for yourself when it comes to that. So, yeah. That's a whole nother Probably. Girl, yeah, that's I a whole other panel too. topic. Because I just had this conversation with a young lady. Uh, I trained her in MRI. And we became friends through that. And she's killing herself at a hospital. And they gave, this is, she was like, they gave me the lead position. They gave you a lot of headache. That's what they gave you. Girl, headache. And she was, but she's like, well, I said, well, if you take this travel job, I had a travel job that I wanted to offer her for six months. She would have made what more than what she would have made in a year at that one job in those mm. six months. Say it. Without exactly. the headache uh -huh. and working crazy hours and working every day of the week. And she could not bring her mind to understand. She's like, well, who's going to give me insurance? You get your own insurance. And so you're making the money. Get your own insurance. And you get to write off all your oh, insurance yeah. that you're paying. <laughs> right now, they take it two, three hundred dollars out of your check and you can't write none of it off. Nothing off. Nothing. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. There's so <laughs> many benefits. So many benefits. And it took me a while because I was hesitant. I was very hesitant. But my friend, I'm going to have to call her out. Janet Richardson. Janet Richardson. Thank you, sister. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to have Jan on here in that yeah, panel. Yeah, so she's a fellow mammographer, so yeah. Oh, okay, be yeah. Uh -huh. Because so many people, I think we shortchange ourselves, but, oh, this is just a whole other conversation. But yeah. I think we are so talented, and we have so many years it, under our sleeve and so much experience. I When I go out and tell people I know every MRI machine, I have scanned on every MRI machine, even ones that don't exist anymore, 0.25s. If you know the modality, you know the modality. It doesn't matter right. the machine. And I right. tell people that all the time. I don't care what machine you put in front of somebody that knows what knows. they're doing. Exactly. Exactly. They will figure it out. I've it's gone funny. on travel, travel jobs where I was told it was one scanner and I walk in and it's a whole nother scanner <laughs> and I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I know you're about to close off with uh, this current position. I'm at NYU and um, they're training me. And mind you, I think I have more experience than a lot of the girls there. So they're showing me. And I said, I'm not new to mammography. I promise you, I know it. And then they step back and I was like, oh, now I'm showing them 
how to position and doing this. I said, see, I'm just learning your NYU way. I'm not new to memo. So right. once you know the machine, you know what you're doing. That's There's it. no need to be fearful about traveling if you know what you're doing. Because we are not button pushers. We understand. Exactly. You could put, I, I think you have to be able to think beyond the book. Out of the box. Exactly. Yes, and out of the box to be able to, we, with our experience, we have seen so much right. that I can figure out how to do it on a, I've scanned on some of the crappiest machines mm -hmm. and still come out with some beautiful images. That's right. And it's a, a matter. Oh, yeah. I tell you, radiolog radiologists really look up at, look to us for a lot of, Assistings. Yeah. <laughs> they respect ones that know, know what, they're, what doing. they're doing. Exactly. I had a doctor the other day, he ordered something. I said, Well, that's kind of, you know, we don't do that anymore with the new type right. of things we have. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, really? Well, just do whatever you think is right. best. You, like, do, okay. you do what you think is best for the patient. Okay. Right. I'm like, Okay, I just wanted to let you know we don't do that anymore. That He's like, Well, I just, I just need it in Corona. Okay. No problem. Okay. Right. You speak this my is language. why you do it in that kind of Corona. But if you're not doing that, he was like, Oh, I didn't. And doctors respect that you yeah. understand and know what you're doing. And if you approach them in the right way that, hey, if you want me to do it like this, I will. But let right. me tell you an easier way for the patient and a better way for you to get what you need. Exactly. Yeah. So Thank you. So did I. Yeah, we're going to do this again. And you enjoy your travel assignment and continue to prosper. And uh, we're going to talk about some more things so we can yes. continue to climb together. I look, I look forward to it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This was so Thank much fun. Thank you, guys. And Marsha, tell everybody, I know we're going to put it at the bottom of the screen, but tell everybody what social media platforms they can find you on if you have any radiology groups that you're doing so they can learn more about mammography. Um, I, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Marsha M. Dunn. I have... Uh, uh, Instagram. I am also a travel agent, so traveling done right. Um, I also am on Facebook. Um, I don't. I might have a Facebook travel page, and I'm going to create a group for mammography done right uh, to have to help information, proper information to go out to our women. There's so many women that wants to talk about their experience. So I'm just trying to get that foundation built so we can all come back and talk and share our experiences, mammographers, ultrasound, and patient. MRI, CT, we can all come together. Chandria may just be on my uh, my my page one day. Who knows? Hey, I look forward <laughs> to it. Thank you. You guys go follow Marsha, learn more about mammography. She knows what she's doing and she's amazing at sharing all of her valuable information. So let's continue to support one Thank another and so learn much. more about this amazing uh, field of study, radiology. Thank you for subscribing and following Let's Chit Chat Wellness and Travel. This is our radiology segment and be sure to subscribe, leave a review and have a great day, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.